In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning we have a a very familiar gospel reading. It's, of course, the man who had many demons, a legion of demons. And so many that they were enough to fill up the herd of swine that were there on the side. And the, the swine rushed, of course, down the hillside and into the lake and drowned. And so we, it's a familiar story because we hear it not just once, but a couple of times a year. Because we also hear it in the other Gospels as well, the, uh, the Gospel of Matthew over the summer uh, as well. And so while it's a familiar gospel, I want to take a little bit of an unfamiliar train with it uh, this morning. I want to think about something a little bit differently this morning. Uh, The man in the gospel who is filled with many demons, where did he live? It says in the gospel that he lived among the tombs. And it even says that the demons had driven him into the wilderness. They tried to chain him and keep him in place and keep him there in the city, but it says that the demons were so strong that it it drove him out into the wilderness. It separated him from the rest of the people. And that's the thing that I want to talk about this morning. Being separated, being divided. Because the word devil, of course the, the demons are associated with the evil one. The word devil, diabolos in Greek literally means the slanderer. Or the divider separates us. And so really driving this man out into the desert, separating him from his people, that's the devil's sweet spot. That's what he really wants to do is to divide us especially from God. And so uh, this separation is what I want to talk about. Now this week I read a really good book. It's called Healing Your Wounded Soul, Growing from Pain to Peace by Father Joshua McCool. No relation, unfortunately, to Father Alex. Uh, But Father Joshua is the priest in uh, St. George Cathedral in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And he writes about just a great book about understanding what's going on in our souls and Lord willing, how to begin to work towards peace. Work towards peace. It doesn't have any of the final answers. And and I want to say from the outset that I don't have many of the final answers except for always look to Christ. Look to Christ is always the answer. But in this book, in the first part of this book, Father Joshua mentions three particular things that seem to divide us from one another, but also most importantly to divide us from God. And to use the imagery of the gospel this morning, I want to talk about those three things as three demons that we have got to watch out for. And the first one is the demon of lack of trust. The demon of lack of trust. It's very hard to have a relationship with anyone if we don't trust them. Now, there are people who treat us in particular ways where we should not trust them fully. That is understandable and that is okay. But when people treat us that way, we should not put up walls against everyone. And most importantly, we should not put up walls against trusting God. Because that is, again, the demon of lack of trust. And I know I struggle with trusting God. I talk like I trust God. Sometimes I might act like I trust God. But the reality is, how much do I really trust Him? I trust me a whole lot. I work on, a, pro, uh, on a, a project, and perhaps when it becomes overwhelming, I might say a prayer, 
but then I work harder on the project myself to make sure that it is me who is the one who is solving the problem and the project, when the reality is when we are feeling overwhelmed, when we are feeling like we just can't uh, uh, take on any more, we should pray and then perhaps step back and let God do some of the work and make sure that we give him some of the credit that he does some of the work so that we can actually trust him. And you know, we see this even in the scripture. The first time that the devil worked in scripture, in the book of Genesis, he plants those seeds of mistrust with with Adam and Eve. He says, oh, God told you on the day you eat of that tree, you are going to die. That's not what's going to happen, the devil says, planting those seeds of distrust in the heart of Adam and Eve as they turned away and disobeyed God. And so that first demon that we need to watch out for and be mindful of is that demon of the lack of trust. The second demon that we need to watch out for is the the demon of the fear of vulnerability. And we see this one in uh, the work of Adam and Eve as well, because when they finally talked to God, what do they do? They blame and they justify. Now, when we are are afraid of being vulnerable and afraid of showing our weakness to others, the first thing that we want to do is to blame and justify. To be able to say, no, it's not really that bad. I'm really still the strong one here in this situation. And so we blame and we justify others. And we have that whispering in our brains, that demon of the fear of vulnerability, that people are going to think that I'm weak. People are going to think that I'm not the strongest one any longer. And again, that is the devil whispering into our ears. Perhaps the worst word that he he whispers to us is should. You should be able to do this. I can't tell you how many times I hear that one. You're Philip Rogers after all. You should be able to do these things. Why can't I? That should, that fear of vulnerability. One of the things that I struggle with the most and, and just talk to people who work with me is asking for help recognizing and admitting when I'm struggling, admitting when when I myself am, am feeling weak. It's that demon of the fear of vulnerability. What are people gonna think if I'm not the big strong one anymore? We fear vulnerability and so we don't confess. We don't repent and sometimes we don't even say our prayers because we feel like we can't even go into the presence of God. And that leads to the third demon. The third demon that Father Joshua talks about that separates us from God and from others is the demon of toxic shame. Now, shame is this understanding that we are just by nature and at root unlovable, that we are undesirable by God, undesirable by by anyone else. And when we do that, what do we do? We hide from God. We hide from other people. So we don't confess, like I said. We don't even do our morning and evening prayers because we feel like we can't go into the presence of God. We're like Adam and Eve who, when they sinned, hid. They didn't want to have anything to do with God seeing them because they were so ashamed. And the shame, this toxic shame that can be built up in our lives, again, is that shame that rejects who God is in his nature, and that is love. Because that toxic shame which says that I am unlovable rejects who God is and what he has done and pushes him far away from us. And so it's that demon that drives us away from people. 
So we either spend our life, A, in despair, because we feel unlovable and and unable to be loved, or B, we spend our life trying to do the impossible, and that is make ourselves worthy of God's love, or at least to feel like we are worthy of God's love, and we become perfectionists, and we begin to, to do a lot of unhealthy things or do things for unhealthy reasons, and so we separate ourselves from God and from others. And so, brothers and sisters, division is what the devil wants from us, and we have to be mindful and watch out for these demons that assail us on a daily basis, at least they assail me. The demon of lack of trust, the demon of fear of vulnerability, and the demon of toxic shame that keeps us from relationships with one another and keeps us from relationships, most importantly, with God. Now, I don't have all the answers. All I can say for today is that we need to recognize that these demons exist in our life. And perhaps they feel like they are legion. And the place where we need to to go is to look to Christ. And Father Joshua, at the very end of his book, and I guess I'll spoil the book for you. But at the very end of his book, he says that if we go through the work of healing, we will not be living among the tombs like the man in this gospel. We will be living in the joy of the empty tomb where there is peace where there is joy, where there is no pain, and where all of those th- the, the pain and the suffering have been finally and eternally destroyed. And that's what we need to, to hang our hope on as we attempt to assail these demons, because they are attacking us and attempting to divide us individually and to divide us from God. Brothers and sisters, if we let these demons win the demon of lack of trust, the demon of fear of vulnerability, and the demon of toxic shame, we can be surrounded by a million people and be in a crowd and be completely alone because we have built walls around ourselves and are are not allowing even God to enter into our hearts. But if we do the hard work, and I'm telling you, hard work, of fighting against these things, fighting against the divider, fighting against the slanderer, fighting against the evil one where we look to trust, where we look to be vulnerable, where it's appropriate, and we look to work through that shame that keeps us, that keeps us from recognizing God in our midst around us. If we do that, if we do that, we might be self-isolated, we might be quarantined, we might not have any other single person around us, but we will not be alone because God will be with us and nothing will be able to separate us from God. And again, that is the devil's point. So may we fight the devil, fight against these demons that we know are there, the lack of trust, the fear of vulnerability and shame that weighs in our hearts. Let's fight those demons, turning to Christ and knowing that he can drive them out and unite us then to one another And unite us, most importantly, to himself. Not only now, but in the place where it counts, the kingdom of heaven. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.